You're catching up with the Rush Hour's Bernie, Bluey and Jars thanks to Sterling Homes. Make the move and visit sterlinghomes.com.au today. Yeah, hello and welcome to the Rush Hour. I'm not sure where um, Andrew Jarman's well, gone, but who cares? Uh, I welcome you, Greg Bull. <laughs> hello, Bernie. And you, Molly Rose. Hello. Um, it's just an empty chair there, so I'm yes. not sure where he's well, gone, he's where he's been. Empty or head, up. empty chair. Empty head. I did. See, I have located him. He was here at one stage because he's wearing a terrible shirt, oh. and he's wearing. It's okay to wear Crocs, but not with socks. Oh no! He's wearing socks with Crocs. We're getting Jazz. a phone call, guys. Oh, oh, oh. oh no, where's he gone? <laughs> I reckon we know who this might be. Uh, uh, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Greg. Oh. Good afternoon, uh, Burn. Uh, uh, Molly Rose, Adelaide. Nice where are you? Here. Where are well, you? I'm just checking that we're on air. Oh. oh. Studio. Are we? Well, loud and clear, yes. my love. <laughs> loud and clear. That's right. What is you being on the phone going to prove? No, because I had to go outside of our studio to make sure I can hear okay. through the roof speakers. Okay. Oh, I love and you this. voice and Molly sound beautiful. What's okay. on the show? Oh, what are big, we doing? Show, big show coming up, Greg. <laughs> yes. Who, who we got? Darren Kale. Have you organised Darren Kale, Jars? Thank you, Greg. Yes. Very, very are you good. Coming <laughs> back for that or just going to yeah. stay uh, out there? Yeah, feel free to stay out there. We're okay what, in here. Why'd you rack? Why'd you. Why'd you. Why'd you. Why'd you. Why did you whack spit, my dress? Spit it out. I've got my Fiji top yeah. on. I've got my Crocs on with socks. Yeah. 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 You know, that's disrespectful. Well, I don't whack your dress coat. Well, say no more. Yeah, you, exactly. you explained it perfectly to the family. <laughs> and there's you don't text whack Molly, what Molly's wearing. No, well, that's, no well, she it's looks normal nice. attire. She's lovely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I brought that hang up. up. What's he doing out there? Oh, you want me to hang up? Get now? here. Yeah. Hang up. Get <laughs> Hey, we've got the $1,000 minute and it's a Tuesday, Greg, so we've got voicemail. Oh, we always love that. Um, Hearing some concerns as Jars just walks back into the studio. We're five minutes into the show, but that's okay. Um, Hearing some concerns. Heard a concerning story yesterday that I just need to get off my chest. I'm hoping it's not true. And I am looking at you, Greg. Yeah! But that's only because Jars wasn't in the studio. What have you done, Greg? When are we going to do that? Did you sleep last night? How'd you go? About 5.20. You look yeah, better. No, you I have a spa or a sauna? You were tired I've yesterday. had a sauna, yes. Did you? Did I, I think I woke up and I was sucking my thumb. I slept that well. <laughs> oh, no. It was beautiful. I'm glad wow. you were sucking your thumb. It's normally a long neck. <laughs> Our next guest, coaches, champions. And she's going... Triple M's Rush Hour, Darren Cahill. Good afternoon, Daz. Welcome to the uh, Rush Hour. Hello, boys. How are you? Oh, Daz. Very good. Daz, we're so proud of you. Congratulations. Now, where did you find this little 22-year-old Lyle Sinner from Italy? (laughs) And what, what what made you fall in love with this young talent? Well, we saw him about four years ago, five years ago, when I was working with ESPN. He was a young kid playing out here. I can't remember what he was ranked, but I was sitting courtside doing a match for ESPN, and boy, he could crack the ball back then. And you knew that if he could evolve his game, get a little bit better in certain areas, from the back of the court, he hit the ball differently to everybody else. So it wasn't just me. Everybody knew that this kid was really special. He was well coached back in Italy by Riccardo Piatti, who's quite a famous Italian coach. 
And so it's been a pleasure to watch him come up through the ranks over the years. And it's been even a bigger pleasure to be working with him for the last 18 months. He's a great kid. You'd love him, Jazz. Yeah, beautiful. And Daz, how does that work with the player-coach relationship in a, in a tennis perspective? Does he approach you? Do you speak to him? Does a management group do it? How does that work? Yes, he reached out to me, actually. So it was about 18 months ago. I wasn't doing anything. I was back here in Adelaide, and it was right before the grass court season. And I basically got a call from him and his manager to see if we'd jump on a Zoom and have a chat about helping out the team. So he had a coach. He replaced Ricardo with a guy called Simone Vagnossi, who's an Italian coach. He does a remarkable job, actually. He's one of the best coaches that I've ever worked with. And it's been a pleasure to work with him. And so they asked if I'd come over and join the team. I think what they were looking for was just a bit more experience to make sure they were doing all the things that you know, we're meant to be doing and they're on the right track as far as evolving his game and, and teaching him some different things, but also just to add a bit of experience into the team. So I did about a four-week trial over the grass court season 18 months ago and it worked out well we all clicked and it's been great ever since and how does it work in terms of obviously he lives overseas you're here in Adelaide how much time do you spend over there coaching is there some online stuff you do how, how, how does that work well I, I'm on the road 35 40 weeks of the year oh, so boy. I'm in Adelaide at the moment but not we're not here that much maybe four to six weeks a year and normally over the Christmas period and because the Australian opens on we've got uh, a few weeks in Australia through this period, but as Jars knows, unless we catch up for a coffee, which he's oh. been avoiding me for the last three years, oh, unless we do it in the next couple of weeks, I won't be back until after September. <laughs> oh, so, Jars, are we having a coffee or not? No, we're going to have a oh. beer and I'll shout. <laughs> <laughs> You'll shout? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> a few sharks around, is it? Hey, Killer, um, I, by the time I turned it on, um, your man was already two sets down oh, and, no. and I was yeah. barracking for him because of your connection. And... Um, so after the, two, after the first two sets, how worried were you um, that it was done, it was gone? Yeah, I was worried for sure. They played nine times before and Medvedev's got a 6-3 head-to-head record over Yannick. But the last three times they played, Yannick's actually won. But all of those matches were really tough and really tight. But he played differently. Medvedev went to hell and back physically throughout the entire tournament. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but a couple of his matches were five-set matches and he spent more time on court than any player that's made it through to, through to the final. So he knew physically he was going to be tired. Uh, he is He can run forever and his style of play is actually quite difficult to play against because you know, we kind of refer to him as a chess player because he changes the way he plays all the time. To So to strategize against him is always quite difficult. But we knew because he was tired that he was going to play aggressively. But we didn't think he could play that well for so long. Mm-hmm. And he was taking risk after risk. He, his whole game is built around great movement, cutting down the unforced errors and forcing players to play risky against him. And he completely flipped that. And the first two sets, he took all the risk. And he was coming to the net three times as many times as Yannick was. And he took the net away from Yannick. So... We just didn't think he was able to keep that up for a long period of time, but he did. And credit to him, he played unbelievably well. And then he had a couple of small looks early in the third set. The first couple of service games that Yannick played in the third set were crucial. And he had to hold on to his serve. He got out of a couple of holes. And once he did that, we could actually see that Medvedev was just starting to tire a little bit. And we kind of sent that message down to Yannick to sell a bit of belief to him or to give him hope. And to his credit, he didn't flinch. He just stick to his game plan, stuck to his game plan, worked hard, kept on moving Medvedev and eventually kind of wore him down at the end. But he still had to have the resolve and the resilience to 
to come up with the big shots when it mattered, and he was able to do it. So he, he was a rock star. He did so well in his Ab- first fight. Absolutely sensational. Um, what about other majors now? Like what, in terms of the style of play, what are you looking ahead to now? What 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 do you think he can do really well in? Yeah, so the game's changed a little bit from the old days where you had specialists on grass or serve volley players or players that played from the back and had more chances to win on clay. These these players can win on anything these days because the way the players play, it sort of starts from the back of the court and then you're looking for short balls to transition to the net. Everybody's doing pretty much the same. The old serve and volley style of play is basically completely out. There's only three or four players that play that style of game. So... Anybody can win on any surface. It doesn't matter if it's hard court, if it's fast hard court, if it's clay or if it's grass. So Yannick's going to have a chance in anything he plays, and he plays well on clay. That's what he was brought up on. And as we know, last year he made it through to the semifinals of Wimbledon. So his game has adapted pretty well to the grass. So if he plays well, he's a chance. We're chatting with our very own Darren Carl, the coaching genius that he is. Daz, Daz, you've done four generations of coaches or, or grand slams in Andre Gassi, Leighton Hewitt, Simone Hallett, Lyle Sinner. Mate, that's basically nearly four Simon distinct Hallett. generations of Simon. tennis players and you've won majors with them. What's the formula, mate? Because maybe Kenny Hinckley needs you in the coach's box next year. Say, Agassi, the, 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 for, the formula is not butchering three of the four. <laughs> Was it Simon Hallett and, and, and Andre Gassi? <laughs> <laughs> Andre, Andre and Steffi. Andrew Agassi. I had a crush on Steffi Graf. Is she asking about me, Dad? She hasn't asked about you lately, Daz, but I'm sure her name, your name will come up when I head back to Vegas. But what a feat, Martina. What a feat. No, seriously, what a feat. What, what Darren Carl has done with yep. his four individuals. No, unbelievable. And it's only the second um, player, Daz, I read outside of the big three, Djokovic, Federer yeah. and Nadal, since 2005 that have won. Wow. So unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, those guys have just had a mortgage on all the big <laughs> tournaments. And it's been really rare. It's not just the Australian Open. It's all of them. And we've been through a generation in tennis where we're really lucky to have witnessed such domination in Djokovic, Nadal and Federer. And even Andy Murray as well. Andy Murray got to number one in the world through that period as well. So there's only been a few players that have come through and won majors. Dominic Team snuck one at the US Open a few years ago through COVID. Stan Wawrinka was good enough to win three of them. Remember Juan Martin Del Potro? He came through and won one at the US Open a number of years ago. But beyond that, these guys, you know, they've been selfish. <laughs> they've been sharing the, <laughs> the, the majors between themselves. So to break that domination, and as you know, Yannick's draw through to win this tournament was damn tough. He had to beat the number one player in the world in the semis, the number three player in the world mm. in the final, and he beat the number five player in Andre Rublev in the world in the quarterfinals. So three of the top five in the world to win your first major wow. was pretty spectacular. And to come back from two sets to love down, it shows the quality of the kid and, and what he's made of, and hopefully he's got a lot of more, lot more success ahead of him. Uh, obviously exciting times uh, looking forward with Yannick. What about yourself, though? Like, How are you finding... 35, 40 weeks on the road. How long are you going to do that for? I mean, I love it. When you can only do one thing, you might as well keep doing it, right? So (laughs) tennis coaching is my thing and and I love the sport. I love the environment. I love the fact that I'm working also with a great team, that the culture within our team, the Italian team is spectacular and they're all great guys and and no one person is more important than any other within our team. And, And that's what makes it. If you're good, 
have good people around you. You enjoy the environment. You enjoy the job. And I love this one. It's been spectacular to, to work with him. I, I've heard from a couple of my Italian friends that Italy is absolutely going off with this result. He's on his way back there at the moment, and I think he's doing a big press conference oh. in Rome and something to do with the Colosseum coming up as well. So. Oh. I think the reaction back in Italy is going to be spectacular and he deserves it. And actually the Italian team, even the the male and female players they have at the moment, they're a really tight-knit group. And as we know, in early December, Italy won the Davis Cup for the first time for something like 50 years. So they're going through a really special period at the moment. So they need to maximise it. Hey, we're seeing other sports speed the game up, short forms of the, say, cricket, for example, T20s. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on speeding the game up. Now, I did hear an interview you did, but can you just share with us your thoughts on that? Well, I think they're trying little bits and pieces. There's a few exhibition tournaments out, the uh, Labor Cup, there's uh, UTS, there's a couple of other formats out there that are, are trying to speed the game up a little bit. But when it comes down to it, our best tennis is Grand Slam tennis, and that's over the best of five format for the men. So uh, for me, I, I love cricket as well, and the cricket I love still is test cricket yeah. uh, over five days. So I'm a tradi- traditionalist. I think that you can find little ways within the game to speed it up. They've got more rules now for people taking toilet breaks or change of clothes breaks. They're talking about let cords, taking that out of the game yeah. because that adds probably five or six minutes to every single match with the time it takes with a let cord. Scoring changes, they've done a couple of those things. They brought in the tie break, the fifth set tie break to speed things up a little bit. So they're making little changes, but I think the core of the game is solid. It's yep. good. It's it's why you play tennis, to, to win majors over five sets, and they're bloody hard, and you don't want to make them easier or quicker. Everybody that wins a major, you, know, you respect the previous generations. They went through hell to win majors, so yeah. you can't be making it that much easier for this next generation. And as you saw on the weekend, for Yannick to win his first major, it was bloody hard, yeah. and he deserved it. And, and that's the way it's meant to be, in my opinion. No, yeah, very well, well said. Tell us how a 22-year-old celebrates their first major. Tell us tell us you went hard, you yeah, guys. Yeah, come on, Daz. They reckon you we went for 12 s- hours straight. Well, I went hard, but I didn't see him for until about 3 o'clock in the morning because this oh. media circus they have afterwards, oh, yes. it had him for about two and a half, three hours what? afterwards, yes. going from media outlet to media outlet. So I was in the bar drinking beers for a few hours before he got there. <laughs> so I went hard, just as you would expect, but well, it was good. He had a couple of Diet Cokes or Coke Zeros. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> when he gets back to Italy, when he gets amongst it with his friends, uh, he likes a drink or two, he'll have a great time. Good. And, He's thoroughly earned it, so good luck to him. Daz, we're bloody proud of you, mate. Yep. Congratulations on what was a, a magnificent performance by the young man. Catch up soon. Three weeks in Adelaide. My shout, I'll track you down and uh, we'll catch up and share some <laughs> stories and talk about your Port Adelaide uh, boys this year. Get them up, Jars. We got a chance or not? No. <laughs> catch you later, Daz. You said you wanted Daz to coach. Take you care, Daz. Want, you wanted him to coach. I beg your pardon. Success follows, Daz. No. Oh, oh. Oh. See you later, boys. See Take you. care. There See he you, is, mate. Darren Cale. Oh, what just a star. Smack him right between what the eyes beauty. on the way out. I, I was going to ask him, but we're what? running out a bit of time. What? Why hasn't uh, Australian tennis got Darren Cale to drive their whole program? Oh. Why isn't he involved in Australian him. tennis? He's busy coaching. No. Honestly, listen to the Italians, men and women. He just said, they're flying. What about our men and women? Where are all our superstars coming from? Talk to me. <laughs> Why isn't he involved? Sure. Why wouldn't you have the Demon, Alex Demon, running the whole ten. tennis program in Australia? 
There. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Okay. Maybe he has been Why asked. Maybe he has been asked. Daz, are you there? <laughs> He's not. Yes, what Charles. What you up on for, Molly? He left. Yes, Charles. How you going, mate? Hi, Darren. Good to see you. <laughs> G'day, Callum from Yuriupta. How are you, mate? <laughs> Good, guys. How are you? Did I say that correctly? Ah, uh, that'll do, Charles. Nuri, just say, just say Nuri. Nuri Everyone says Nuri up yeah, there. We'll... And they're a very good football side too yeah. up there. What do you colours? play there, Callum? I don't, mate. Tigers. No, no, more of a basketballer. Yes, yes. So who are you, 36ers, man? <laughs> no, I don't play for 36ers, but, yeah, follow a little bit, Charles. Um, it's been a while, but, um, boy. yeah, they're a bit average this year, so it's a bit hard to follow. Okay, making a fair comeback. Scotty Ninnis is doing a reasonable job. Will he get the job, Charles? I don't know. Brian Gorgian is there after. Big brand. Who's your AFL side, Callum? I'm a Crows man. That's the boy. Bernie's a Crows boy. That's good. Okay, ten questions, sixty seconds. Say pass if you don't know. We'll come back to it and we'll take your first answer. All the best. Sounds good, guys. Let's play. What is tennis coach Darren Cale's nickname? Uh, Pass. What Collingwood player missed training yesterday due to a car accident? Uh, pass. What ground is hosting this Friday's ODI between Australia and the West Indies? Uh, pass. Brody Kostecki is set to leave what motorsport team? Pass. What is the name no, 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 that's of... That's it, that's it. Oh, what? No, I've got to shut it down. Oh, what? hang on. You can't have four passes You can't just row. make up a rule. Sorry, Callum, no. Nah. That's you didn't make you ever said that rule. No, I'm sorry. It's it, just the way we roll. You, you, you know, that's four passes in a row. So hang on. It's never, ever been done no, on this quiz you, ever. You always say if they get their first three no, wrong. No, but, but I, gave it to, I gave him the fourth one and poor old Callum said Perth. <laughs> so I've had to shut it down, but he's going to pick up a prize. Molly, Nick what is it, please? Ari, isn't it? Okay. We're sending you to see uh, the Screaming Jets with a double pass. Thanks, guys. Thank you, oh, Callum. Good on you, Callum. Oh, sorry, mate, but they're the rules, buddy. Jars, you've got to mention all the rules. Well, if I did you're mention it. I mentioned at the top. No, no you, you didn't. didn't. You didn't haven't I mention mentioned that? No. 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 But the family that have been playing for a long period of time, they know. No, no they know. No, no. If you no get the first that. three incorrect, no. they're out. Yep, and but it was four. So that's wrong. He's out. He could have come back. Oh, calamari. These are tough questions. These are tough questions. Do you reckon he would have got number five? Read it out, please, Greg. What is the name of the football code that originated in Ireland? Yes, everyone knows that. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Gaelic. <laughs> Sorry, Callum. We've got a note Brutal. from our producer who's saying he's never heard this rule before. Oh, yeah. well, neither have I. Get him back. Anyway, no. Calamari. Okay, back okay. again tomorrow. Hey, do you want to get the Hopefully. first four answers? Yeah. Are we well, I don't know. They're your have rules, Jazz. Have you given him the prize, I Molly? I did, yeah. Thank you. Number one, you please, okay, Greg. Josh? Number one, please, no, Greg. Aaron Kale. Killer. No, killer. Is Number two, Boone. Braden Maynard. Uh, Number three, Greg. MCG. Number four, Boone. Airbus. Thank you. Back again tomorrow. Five garlic. Garlic. <laughs> Bit of feedback for you, Jars. Um, oh. About what, though? The quiz, how you, you shut it down. Shut Callum oh, down. Oh, After four on passes. Four, yeah, you, no, that's not how we play the game. Well, there's one here. That's the quiz rule. Surprised you didn't shut him down after three. Good call. Um, Who's that? It's, it's three. You've always said normally three, three wrong. Normally three. But if and you then... pass, it's not wrong. Now, that counts as wrong. Yeah, does it? Yes, book. it does. You normally say, I'll it, shut this bad boy give down. Give us an answer. And, and Callum had a go. I'm not, I don't, I don't no, want Callum didn't. feeling bad about it. Jars, no, Jars you're an idiot. Yeah, uh, one from true. Peter from <laughs> Snowtown. Oh, yes, we long listeners know the rules. Three strikes, you're Thank out. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
turn it up, Jars. Oh, Talk yeah. about inconsistency. Oh, Be consistent sh- and <laughs> mention that three pass rule every time you do the quiz. Well, who's who called, that from? Uh, anonymous. Yeah, who, called, who called Jars an idiot? Yeah, who was that That from? was anonymous. Price, please. <laughs> Anyone. Lots yeah. of well, bit why of, don't you two knuckleheads have the courage to ring up and play tomorrow? Whatever. Who, anonymous? The, yeah, the anonymous, whoever they are. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they're the rules. They've been the rules for the last five or six yeah, years. Yeah, I Jars think you need to say the, the rules. Well, every now and then I need to say it. Hey, Jars has lost the plot. Salisbury man. Oh, who we got cares? calls coming through. Oh, oh, have, oh, oh. Who's this? Uh, hello, Triple M. Hey, it's Sarah. How are you going? Oh, good. What have you <laughs> called up for, Sarah? To say Jars is right. Oh. Thank well, you, Sarah. I have heard him but, say it before, but it's normally if it's well. three wrong, not yeah. three passes, uh, Sarah. No, it's three wrong, or even if you pass, if you pass on the first three, you're gone. Gone. Now, Sarah, like how frustrating was it when he kept saying <laughs> pass, 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 pass? Yeah, I was telling you after the third one, cut it, he's wrong, and then finally <laughs> you did it. Well, it's prize to they're Sarah. Family, they're my quiz just, family. Yeah, just be clear about it, because <laughs> oh. I'm confused. I've been doing this for ages. Jarvis <laughs> oh, no, right. Thank right you, Sarah. He's no, never right. Good on you, Sarah. Thanks for your call. Another call, Burn. Oh, we're taking calls. Yeah, we are. Okay, we're being interactive. Because <laughs> we're an interactive. Who's on the phone, Burn? We're a sports show and a what show, No, we're a variety show. Variety show. Let's go to the phones again. Hello, Triple M. Don't know who it is. Hello, Triple M. Uh, yeah, Jar, 100% correct. Oh, yeah. support. Thank more you, Scotty. support. Uh, I like it. Uh, seriously, he should have been cut down after three. <laughs> and let's be honest here, yeah. he's lucky he got that prize. I wouldn't have even oh. got that. <laughs> That's very cool. Scotty's well, ruthless. I would have cut to Molly and she should have said, pass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. And hey, Greg, where's Scott from? <laughs> Seafood Downs. Seafood Meadows. Good on you, Scotty boy. Take care, mate. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, So the quiz family know how we play this game. It's a brutal game. And these were tough questions. What's if if we've got a new listener to the station? That's the point. Let's come across one of those other low ratings. I'll reset tomorrow because we're just starting the new year. Mm, So I'll reset how the quiz works. Reset on everything. It is a popular (laughs) segment. There's a thousand bucks to give away. And the family love playing it. Like a computer. What do you say then, old hairy nuts? What do you call me? Turn him off for about five seconds and then turn him back. What are you laughing for, Molly? Shut down. I got you Shut from Murray Bridge. You did not. You're lucky you're working here. And you, oh, really? you spooned our boss for five years oh. to get a job with oh. Burn and I. Oh, that's and true. don't you start old chunkhead over there, Burn. <laughs> what? You're lucky I signed off on your contract. Yeah. Oh. You're lucky I <laughs> said I'd work with you. No one else would. You have 13 new messages. Uh, Andrew, it is Ian from Henley Beach Council. Just wanted to remind you that there are designated paint disposal locations dotted all around the area. Pouring paint all over your driveway is not the preferred method when you are done painting your house. <laughs> G'day, it's Bernard Fanning. Just wanted to say I was really excited to meet some of the Triple M crew after years of support you've shown me and Powderfinger over the years. Till I said it was... Greg Blewett wanting a photo. Jars, <laughs> Frank from Henley Cleaning. Uh, had a look at your driveway to clean up that mess. Uh, can we just clarify, don't say this the wrong way because we're fans of yours, but is it paint? Because a lot of the boys seem to think that's a big, charming-sized jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, g'day, it's Robbie Gray here. Robbie Gray. Uh, as you know, I'm selling my house, mm. and we finished our house inspection about five hours ago. 
your producer Tom's still here and um, you don't have these shorts? You just won't leave. <laughs> yeah, g'day, boys. It's Rue. Oh. That time of the uh, year where we get all the tomatoes and uh, get the whole crew around and uh, make sauce. Unfortunately, the cops have gotten confused and uh, they heard that Bertie was around here on the sauce and uh, oh, there's five cars. Uh, come on, Aussie, come on. <laughs> it's KG. I, I, oh, I wanted to say I had a, a beautiful weekend in, in, in God's country for the long weekend. I, I, I spent it with the extended family and their loved ones. I tell you what, without a shadow of a doubt, there was a, an eight-year-old... T- Tam- Timmy, Tom, Tam- Tom, Johnny. <laughs> Tell you what, he reminded me of a young Greg Blewett when he was playing a bit of backyard cricket. <laughs> Got him out first ball with a nice a quick bouncer. Stri- uh, g'day, Jars. Adam from Henley Paint. Um, you couldn't salvage much after you spilt an entire drum onto your driveway, but it's clean now nonetheless. Wasn't easy in that 40-degree heat, mate. Um, I've got your email titled, Thanks, Lads, but um, we expected payment of cash, not this. G'day, Andrew Jarman here. If you need me to send a message to your family or your loved one. Oh, it's about all your boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well and truly, back into 2024, now that your contracts have been negotiated, and uh, just wanted to say thanks for coming way down off your original offer. <laughs> I don't know what you boys think, but we're not made of money here at Triple M. you got to make sir. Yeah. Your foie gras with lobster is ready <laughs> under the deck. Ah, thank you. Guarantee. It's not about the money. It's about loyalty. Excuse me, sir. Ah. Uh, who are the gentlemen that you have bought on board the yacht? Ah. It's me builder, me landscaper, me sparky, reno team, the concreter. Uh, wow, so that's what I was going to say. Wow. Uh, hello, Greg. It is Ian from Adelaide Insurance. Just getting back to you with a quote about the 79 golf bags that you wanted insured. You're in luck. As a matter of fact, we do happen to have what we call the mentally unstable policy. <laughs> and it would also cover the 90-inch poster of James Brayshaw <laughs> you have in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, g'day, Molly. It's Daggers. How are you, bruh? I heard on the M's that Chris Isaac's got to be at a day on the green. And um, just wanted you to know that... If you wanted to hang out with me, you can spend a day on the green whenever you like. <laughs> Man, Nicka from the Stansbury pub. Can you remember the name of that bloke that's got that cheap roundup? We've got a few weeds in the car park. They're bloody everywhere. That's a bloody understatement, isn't it? Yeah, Dad, whatever. Dad reckons he's got an easier way of getting rid of the weeds, but all the cars are parked here. And, um, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Well, it is a lovely summer of cricket. It's good to be back in Adelaide. The only time I brag about being in Adelaide is when I'm in Adelaide. Now, Jarman, you say that the Scottish genes run through your whole family? Yes. You say that Australian rules football runs through your family? Yeah. There's only one thing that doesn't run in your family. You! (laughs) You fat! You have no more messages.
Yeah, welcome back to the five o'clock hour. Good first hour, Jazz. You were just saying how good the first hour was. What'd you like about it? Everything. Oh, everything. The interaction <laughs> with the family, the yes. quiz, Darren Kale. Yes. What, and what what needs voicemail happen to your organs? They need to. Well, oh. Hill, yeah, yeah I enjoyed that bit. <laughs> yeah. We've got a big hour coming up yes, as well. We We're going to take your calls soon. You're at a wedding on the weekend, yes. Jars, where you saw something that caught your eye. You were the MC. Um, heard some mixed reports about that, but you've got, <laughs> you've got a, a story. We're going to take some calls from the family. They weren't on. mixed. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. no they were very clear. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what, Hey, uh, you've got a segment returning yes. to Greg. Blue, leave it or not, is back. I thought we blue dumped leave it. leave it or <laughs> not. It's blue. What tune's that from? <laughs> not sure. Home and away? No, um, Friends, is it? Friends. No. no. Oh, no. What is it? You from? should know if it's your segment. Is know. it Home and Away? No, it's not Home and Away. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Arthur? Keep going. <laughs> hey, um, we got some text messages or are we going to wait? Yes, we have. Because of the quiz. Uh, we were talking about um, oh. rebooting oh, no. you, Jars, and Tony. <laughs> Tone <laughs> from Woodville West says, Tony, reboot jars? Yeah. Question mark. I've always said he's like a computer. You have to punch information <laughs> into him. <laughs> That's I good. can do that. That's good, Tone. Josh from Cherry Gardens is... Uh, Another one? Yep. Because uh-huh. we were talking about the Aussie Open tennis and he said, well done to Jar- uh, Bernie because he got Matt Ebden right. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, Josh. And it was with, he won the doubles this year, the Australian Open, with India's 43-year-old Rohan Bopana. 43. So he's the oldest ever to win in the Open. See, don't retire. Keep going. You never know. Keep the dream alive, they say. Now, Jazz, we need to get on to the wedding you're at on the weekend. What caught your eye? So we went to this beautiful wedding down at McLaren Flat. You know Tony Yalis, our man Tone, Tone Zone, the Panther. His lovely daughter Sophie uh, got married Mm -hmm. to a lovely young man in Braden, uh, Braden Sims. All the Port District boys were there, the Henley boys there. The, it, just a great family uh, wedding. It was a t- terrific night. I just did, did a little bit of MC- emceeing. Mm-hmm. Now, we had it in the, in the, in the garden. So we had it in the garden outside. <laughs> Let me finish the story, Molly. So we had the uh, ceremony in the gardens in the, McL- in the Vale. Is it the Vale? What's the air is McLaren Vale, vale but, there's but it's McLaren, McLaren Flat. Flat but yeah, it's, that's it's a separate Where area. they make the, their, their beer, their craft mm. beer, Vale. Right. Is that it? Yeah. Vale Ale? Yeah, yeah I know. it was a beautiful facility. They had the tower, the, the bell tower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we went upstairs after. Anyway, so we're all waiting and then <laughs> silence. The next minute, Molly. What? A chopper noise. Where's oh, the chopper noise? You've got to tell on. me when you want these too things. Too busy laughing at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. This arrived. Eh. I've gone. Jeez, so we all looked up. What, the staff and it just, yeah, That's what I thought of. <laughs> it wasn't David oh, Warner, thought, was no, it? Well, that's what I, yeah, and that's what I thought of. I said, right. don't tell me. Poor old Tones, is just, he's ducked for cover well, and Tone, head off. Tones was still in the car with the choppers coming right. to the uh, the venue. I thought they were going to spray the vineyards, like all the grapes. Oh, well, no. Initially. What, a helicopter? Yeah, well, you, you'd be... Anyway, so he's coming. It was uh, it was Braden and his and his uh, grooms. All the groomsmen were in the chopper. <laughs> the landed grooms. All the groom, the groom. Yeah, the, his party. Right. They landed, and I thought, what an entrance! What a fantastic they came entrance! Chopper in a chopper, waving to us. You know, looking. Did down. they go down the big 
Called the say like the big not at all. I thought that might have been SAS or, yeah, or the ladder. The ladder. Yeah. No, and then I thought, what a grand entrance that is. That, that is, is sensational. Brilliant. I've never seen that at a wedding. She's pricey. Oh, well, obviously he's got some mm-hmm. dough on it. Oh, yeah. But they were that, fantastic. So it just got me thinking. One triple three five three. The yes. lines are available. When did you make a grand entrance, or when have you seen to an a, event? To an event. Oh, like it. You know, he's coming by chopper. Yes. Well, mm. normally they well you can see people coming to weddings in old V8s yes. or old, old cars. Old done cars. Um, trying to think. Horse. Motorbikes. Horse and yes. cart. Horse and cart. Yeah. Horse and cart. Yes, yeah. burn. You've been dropping yes, a few burn. of those. Dro- oh, yeah. Horse and cart. Oh, yeah. What is that smell? <laughs> F1 fighter jet. Now, I know we're talking grand entrances, but mm. mine was a, not sure if it's grand, but it was an exit oh. from the oh, Flemington Racetrack, Jazz oh, Derby yes. Day. Yes, Ben. Um, I was there with a few Melbourne footballers, and I was actually probably breaking the law because I was, after it's mayhem out of Flemington, so we're walking up the tram track. Mm. You're not really meant to walk on the tram oh, track. So there's a lot of traffic. Burn. I said, I'll get in the middle. I'll try and get a cab for us. Boys are waiting on the footpath, and this cop comes flying up the middle of the tram tracks. I'm like, oh, sorry, boys, sorry. Anyway, they go, no, no, come over here. I go, oh, mate, I was just getting off. Sorry, I'll get off. I'm thinking I'm going to get done. He goes, oh, how many with you? And I said, oh, three or four. They, he goes, where are they? And I said, they're hiding behind that bloody tree. There's Maxie Corn and Nathan Jones and I think Jack Watts. And we got in the back of the paddy van. Yeah. The Divi van, and they dropped us into the city <laughs> no. jars. They were Melbourne supporters, these two couples. Oh, How good was what? that? And, well, for anyone that's been in the back of a paddy van, it's pretty oh, small yeah, in the yeah. back there, especially when you've got oh, a Ruckman in there. Two hundred jars. 210 <laughs> centimetres. Well, a few of our listeners would have been in the back, no, no doubt. No, no, <laughs> Molly, you got a story. A girl that I used to work with came down the aisle. I, w- I wasn't there, but I saw it on Facebook, on a horse, <gasps> and her dad was also on a horse next oh, to her. Stop it. And they both had cowboy hats on. Oh, in a church. In a church. It's like a winery or something. Oh, well, that's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, John Wayne and Doris Day. <laughs> no. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, oh let's go like to the it. phones. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Brian from Old Norlunga. Good pub down that way. Uncle Chris used to own the pub down there, Love Jazz. Uncle Chris. Uh, Brian, what's yeah. your wedding story? Uh, it's not actually a wedding. It's a great interest. Yep. But my great entrance was, this might relate to you a bit, Bernie. Okay. Um, we're, we're drinking tequila or sabers, then we thought we'd go to the local hotel. Yep. And I went to push the front door open, tripped and fell flat on my face in front of the full house. <laughs> oh, no. What, any injuries or <laughs> no, what, through Brian. the floor no, screen? No, no injuries, mate. No injuries. Floor screen. Mm. Well, at least you didn't fall out of the joint. No. They kicked me out anyway. I was too intoxicated. <laughs> Good on you, Brian, and drink responsibly, yes, please. Yes, thanks, exactly. Brian. At least he can remember it, I suppose. No, well uh, David from Torrensville. Welcome, David. What was your grand entrance, please? Oh, hey, guys. Um, I was in the Army Reserve and went over to um, Paul Lincoln for the Tuna Armour. Oh, yeah. So I went out to the Tuna Armour in the Matt Trap, met up with a mate of mine over there, and he brought me back to the um, barracks like mine's having their meal in his Ferrari. Ferrari? Ferrari? He owned a Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, he lived over there and I caught up with him and everyone was sitting in the army barracks having a meal and they see this red Ferrari pop up. Red as well. And then I hop out of the Ferrari and I, yeah, I'm back. Beautiful. What? Plenty of money oh, over there. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, those tuna fishermen. Big money over oh, there. Ooh. Dave. Nice. Hey, let's go yeah. to Sam from Colonel Light Gardens. Sammy, what was your grand entrance or exit? 
G'day, guys. How are we going? Good. Good, Sammy. Uh, it wasn't me high school. He uh, missed the school bus one morning, and as he was standing in the middle of the road, screaming at the, the bus driver as he drove away, the uh, local rubbish truck came behind, <laughs> oh, no. and uh, he jumped in the rubbish truck, and the Garbos <laughs> gave him a lift down to high school. Nice. Oh, what? Yes. I hope they got him. Initiative. I hope they Love got it. him on the tools, <laughs> pulling the bins out, past the cars. Oh, that's brilliant. Brilliant, no, no, they uh, they gave up the route and just uh, drove straight down the hill to, to the high school. Yeah, good That's Garbo's yeah. do a great job they too. Do. Tough work, that Jazz. It is, is it? Tough. Yeah. Well, tried it. Not as hard as it used to be. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, um, as I said earlier, <laughs> oh, I just need mm. one of you two to be very, very honest oh. with your well, your movements the last twenty four hours because I've heard some very concerning. Very concerning things that may have happened. Oh, now, okay. I'll give you, I'm going to give you five seconds to have a think about it and be honest. Oh. And if you haven't, Greg, if you haven't, we'll just have a bit of silence here. Three, one, two, three. One. Okay, so we've got <laughs> okay. a dishonest member of our group now. This is good. This is what I was hoping. You of didn't think you're you doing were. anything wrong. Well, so, so, so one of us have what, said, said that we've been somewhere that There's we haven't. Been or like, some. What are you? You're talking about movements mm, or the nocturnal behavior. activity? I, I, I know where I was about. the last 24 hours. Easily, you could just tick that off. Yeah. I know where you guys were until we finished up. Yeah. But then you went home. Okay. Well, I'll give you some clues of what's happened. Well, I went to cricket. There's practice. been yeah. some. It's resulted in some damaged equipment. It's not me. Littering. Oh, it's not me. Empty beer cans. What? There we go. (laughs) Empty beer cans. What? (laughs) What's happened? And some illegal activity. Illegal? This is all jazz. And it involves the Triple M studio right here at 70 Franklin Street, Adelaide. (laughs) True or false? True or false? (laughs) Andrew Jarman, look me in the eye. You, no wonder, this is what happened uh, last uh, night, uh, if you remember. He ushered us out really quickly, Greg. Yeah. He ushered us out really quickly. What I didn't realise is he had a whole bloody footy team waiting downstairs <laughs> to walk in. The whole Port Nolunga <laughs> cockle divers have walked into this. No, you correct me where I'm wrong, Jazz. So far, I know I'm right because I've seen footage. All 35 (laughs) members of the first and seconds have walked in in here, not just in here, (laughs) made themselves at home. There's footage of bloody, what's his name, the Ruckman, Brody Smith, he's on my desk, with his feet up on my bloody keyboard. Damaging my keyboard. Yes, I'll get to that. Yes, it's true. In the boardroom, all of them. There's a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> oh, going on. And go. no wonder we went off air last night oh. because he's got all the text bloody organised in his PowerPoint, <laughs> which I heard fell flat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what so would have... you know about a PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> because that's what a senior coach does. Yeah. Charles, well, and most. it wasn't the 35 players. I've asked uh, our bosses in here from yeah. either side oh, yeah. whether you... Got, <laughs> got permission to even have one person enter, let alone 40 Because they've all got to sign in. <laughs> meant to sign yeah. in for the COVID restrictions and all that. Is that still oh, bloody going? So we that still COVID, COVID crap. restrictions. No, 
All visitors must sign in, wear a name tag. There was no one on the reception. Yeah, because you waited for everyone to leave. (laughs) Burn, burn, please, please tell me you've got some audio of some of the presentations. (laughs) No, I'm working on that, Greg, but I've got got footage. It's just got no audio yet. Someone secretly was in here and videoed you. And what about how many times you're trying to be, this bloody remote's not working. (laughs) Yes. Flat batteries. It's amazing how the text can rock up when he's doing a bloody PowerPoint presentation. They can't rock up when we're off air. But, Jars, yes, there's highly confidential oh. information on the walls around here. Yes, there is. We're number one in all we facets are. here. They are. You realise? They want to know where you two sat. People want... <laughs> they want to know what we're doing yes. in here. So you cannot just let every Tom, Dick and Harry oh, walk in yeah. here all the time. They're my coaches. Your coaches were here as well. So that's 50. There's another five. Jars, get permission. Get permission before you hold. This isn't a bloody footy change room, Jars. Smells like deep heat. There's ankle tape everywhere. And we'll be looking for a new producer. <laughs> you shit! <laughs> oh, I got who's handed footage from the camera oh, shows. Who footy. stole the red wine off my table? <laughs> and who's got that my... Ben Pyman. And who's got my headphones? <laughs> They're gone missing. That was Tom Dix. <laughs> yeah, Tom Dix and Harry. That's what I said. <laughs> Tom Dix Now on Triple N's Rush Hour. First one for the year. How can we doing this segment again this year? I thought we dumped it. No, no. It's It's a good segment. Hang on. You've just said off here, I love this segment. (laughs) We get on here. I don't think so. It just sums you up. You just knife people. I don't think he said it. I didn't hear it. What have we got? I want to head to Wales, right? Well, goodbye. And then... It's nice, Wales. Have you ever been to Wales? No. no. I've seen no. one. No. You? In the water. No. You guys just got to get out oh, and about a bit go. more. You're not global. I saw a humpback <laughs> once. <laughs> what? No, I saw a humpback. Is the Loch Ness monster there? Wales. Oh. Is the Loch Ness monster there? No, he's up in Scotland. Yeah, We're exactly. Scotland. Right. Now, the ambulance service have put out a public plea to stop ringing for frivolous stuff. Right, so their number over there is triple nine. Ours is? Triple O. Good. No, or triple zero. Well, triple zero, triple <laughs> O, triple zero. Are they the same thing? Yes. You sure? Yes, sir. Uh, okay, so, so uh, has reminded people to only phone triple nine yep. in an emergency after revealing its worst offenders for inappropriate calls, including oh. a person who sought help after eating too much kebab. <laughs> no, they didn't ring they're, the ambulance. They're ringing. That. This is how the this is how the phone call oh, went. No. This is the transcript. Tell me exactly what's happened. A worker said to the person who called about eating too much kebab. Yesterday evening, the caller replied, "We had some kebab, and I might have had a little bit more than I'm used to. Then this morning, I've had a very painful stomach. No. That's the reason they no. rang." Triple nine. <laughs> That's, no. <This laughs> Another is one. Too yeah. much garlic yeah. sauce, Greg. And yeah. the, the they call it the, the WAS, the yeah. Welsh Ambulance Service. Yeah. Our plea is to the public to apply your common sense. Most people know the difference between a real emergency and something that is uncomfortable, painful or irritating but not life-threatening. Now, what about this bozo? The person, <laughs> someone rang up and they'd lost their teeth. <laughs> the transcript goes... <laughs> 
I have a bottom part denture and I oh. went to clean my teeth and I said, where's my false teeth? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds crazy, but I don't know what else to do. Could I have swallowed my false oh, teeth? No. <laughs> a ring Does that happen? This is some of the... Is that the 12th man to leave my teeth <laughs> in the jar beside my bed? <laughs> so we've got the false teeth. Yes. Someone who rang up got a, a ring stuck on their finger. Get out. <laughs> She's got the old swollen no, yeah, bit of detergent. Enough's enough. Yes, someone who lost their voice. <laughs> and they're ringing the ambulance. How do they, how do they know they what they, Yeah, <laughs> what, how do they? No. Bit no, of ginger someone who lost water. their voice and another who got their hand stuck in a letterbox. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Come no, on. It's no wonder they're so, frustrated. Yes. Very frustrated. So, what are they doing? Just a about little. It? I mean, that, it's a bit of a light-hearted segment, no, but it's but a, a little reminder yeah, no, for is. us as well. Triple O. Yeah. That's a very important. Unless it's serious. Yes. Call the ambulance. Who do a so, wonderful, wonderful job. Yes, Give Jars yes. a few yeah. different well, scenarios and see whether he's going to call triple yes. nine so or when, triple zero. When or your not. when your undies are a little bit tighter <laughs> no. than normal. Because you've kept them in the dryer for too long or you've put on a little bit of weight <laughs> over the side. Bit of pudding at yeah. yeah. Don't ring triple O. No, I'll just ring a crane high mob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, <laughs> why, why, why do you revert back to body shaming? How <laughs> come? I'm getting some beautiful, beautiful comments along the beach in the mornings how I've uh, looked shredded, you've lost weight. Shredded. Well, why are you fasting? Uh, pardon? <laughs> because I want to give my organs... You know, a chance to breathe and heal. <laughs> what the musical organ? Heal. What are they going to do? Heal. Very good heal. segment. Yeah. And a good message too. Okay. A reminder right. message. Yes. Yeah. Greg, so right. well so done. If you've lost your false teeth, don't ring triple O. Have people swallowed their false teeth, do you know? I don't know. There'd be some no. stories How out there. How would they swallow them? Well, sometimes they may. They fall Mold. out. It's the whole out. thing. Well, you don't know. You don't know. Mm. Charlotte swallowed half of her tooth. Yeah, but that's one, too. She yeah, might have yeah. one, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know if they do, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Anyway, yeah. we all need a... Because yeah. one day we'll all be having false teeth. Yeah. And the kebab. What put, do you eat too much of? Put yours back in. Charles, what do you eat too much of? Cheese. What's your cheese? Everyone needs their organs to heal. Elmac Cleaning Services, industry leaders for all industrial and commercial cleaning requirements. Call 1-800-4-ELMAC. Big thing, thanks to Elmac too. What was that? Big, 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 big team. I was actually just watching well, stop a, watch, yeah, you stop, don't a game watch the of footy. Melbourne v Sydney, an old game. Watching, 2010, but, isn't it? Uh, yeah, a bit before yeah. I went there. So then Good show. Watched. Thanks good to show. Darren Cale in the first hour. <laughs> yeah, very If you good. didn't hear that interview, he'll be on where, Molly? The listener app. And that is what? Uh, it's what do you mean it is what? <laughs> L-I-S-T-N-R. That'll be yeah. yes. Just nice search one. Triple M's Rush Hour, you'll find it there. What is wrong with you oh, today? Right, let's go, because I've got to go to the beach. <laughs> do you? Mm. Oh. Mm. What beach. are you going to do down there? Oh, I'm going to go for a swim. Are you? Go, go for a run. You're not going to walk bait. backwards and try and tow tyres and stuff like I got sent a photo that are day. Really? Remember that? Yeah, you did too. Mm. What was that good for again? What was that? Walking backwards. Yeah, to build the back of your knees. 
because a lot of the work <laughs> you do forward is for the front of your knees, <clears throat> but it does build your muscles up on the yeah, back of your knees. Yes, Maz has yes. uh, got me doing that beautifully. Go and do a big peg leg off the end of the jetty. Always, a peg leg yeah. or a bomb or a suey. Always yeah, it's been a bit back. Right, you're going to be long. Just? You're going to be long. Um, <laughs> 30th of Jan today, 1993 I want to take you to. Mm. A spell by Kirtley Ambrose oh, v. Yes. Australia. He tore through us, mm. took an amazing yeah, yeah. amazing figures You're in a spell. Long. I'm going to ask yeah. you about that. Mm. Australia were all out for 119. Yeah. Here's a little highlight mm. of one of the wickets he took. Yeah. Bowling and grubber. That's terrible. What a terrible pitch. That run along the ground. Bullet bowled for a duck. It's two for 17. Oh. <laughs> Well, that was a very accurate bowling from Kirtley Ambrose. Oh, he hit no right shit. on the crack that is staring Greg Blewett in the face and it smashed into the base of off stump. Greg Blewett had absolutely no chance with that. No, the oh, no idea. Right on the crack. <laughs> Bang. Listen. And Listen. Here's well, the... it hit well, at least uh, three centimetres up <laughs> on a pitch where you normally expect the ball to be uh, flying <laughs> up around the nose. Greg Blewett has <laughs> gone for a duck. <laughs> Australia are in trouble. Two wickets gone with just 17 on the board. Uh, that wasn't actually, shut up, chap. You didn't get full match payments for that performance. Oh, that was that first ball. Uh, <laughs> was, yeah. was that golden duck? That was a golden that duck. That wasn't in but 93, by the no, way. No, that's right. Nah, well, I just wanted to play that. Oh, okay, because right, I wanted right. Curly Ambrose highlight. Good and Linda like found that. That's all she can find. And I know what he... What's the question? The question is, what? how many wickets did he take? for one. How do you know that? Because he played. Oh, he no, he play. didn't play. He just said oh. it wasn't the same. <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't listen. You don't listen. <laughs> it's six o'clock. Imagine taking seven for one, Jazz. Oh, oh, I've done that before. No, you Seven oh, for three. Kirtley Ambrose, what a spell. Yep. Hey, 30th of Jan 2000, mm. and I think you called him Andrew Gagasi <laughs> earlier to Derek Hale. Good. But Andre Agassi yes. defeated, this yeah. is to win the Australian Open yeah. in 2000, yeah. someone... Kafelnikov. First Kefeni. name? Kafeni. What did you say? Kafeni. No, it's Yevgeny. <laughs> it's Yevgeny Kafelnikov. You say your it's, version, Greg. Uh, I can't remember what I said now. Kafeni. Yeah. Kafeni? <laughs> it's Yevgeny. Yevgeny. Charles, you win! Oh, well, I did all the hard work, Yevgeny. Yevgeny. And for double I points. I these For double players. points, Charles. Yeah. Spell Yevgeny <laughs> Kafelnikov for me, please. Why? Yes. Why, Yev? Why? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Try again. Yev, Yev, Yev. No, Yev's not a letter. not a letter. Yevgeny. Just go with Kafelnikov. G-E-M-M-Y. That took five minutes. Let's oh. spell Kafelnikov. K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-
Hey, this fasting's working for you. Yeah. It's got your I've brain changed. working I've again. I've changed. I'm sharp. There is something in there. Okay, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Are we back on air tomorrow? Well, I don't know. Yeah. We're what sort of saying there's wind going through my brain. Yeah, yeah, in one ear Never the wear that top again. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. Oh, on, support Fiji. Fiji with the <laughs> <I'm> black <laughs> socks with black Crocs. Do you realise I'm a chief? I'm a chief of an... Oh, oh, no, no, no. Spell chief, Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a chief. Triple M's Rush Hour.